Hello there and good morning and welcome to the WP Builds newsletter once more. This is newsletter number 32, which is covering the week commencing the 24th of September 2018. It was put live on Monday, the 1st of October 2018. And we're going to be talking about WordPress news and a few extra little bits in just a moment. But before we do that, just do the normal stuff that I do at the beginning. If you go to wpbuilds.com, that's where we keep all of our content. But if you go to the menu at the top and click subscribe, you can join us in our Facebook group, Slack channel, get messenger updates. Find us on YouTube where we post most of this content as well. If you also go to the link for webinars, that's forward slash webinars, you can join us um, in a few Week's time, 11th of October, we'll be joined by Tom Carlos and he's going to be talking about Beaver Team Pro and how he's built that plugin to help you do things faster with Beaver Builder. Lots of extra functionality thrown in there. If you go to the deals page at forward slash deals, you can get lots and lots of money off the following items. Erin Flynn's courses, Beaver Team Pro, Main WP, Blog Vault, Malcare, Toolset and Blocks Party. And uh, it's worth using those coupon codes because, you know, it's a little bit off the price, which is always good. If you go over to giveaways, we've got two competitions going on at the moment. The first one is closing quite soon. It closes on the 3rd of October. That is for 10,000 image compression credits from WP Compress. And just opening, this one's open until the 17th of October. Uh, it is two lifetime licenses for WP Ultimo, which is maybe something you want to look at. And uh, yeah, that's great. So there we go. Let's start with the actual news this week. The first one is from the WP Tavern website, and it's entitled Gutenberg 4.0 Release Candidate 1 will be available in the next few days. Um, well, there's not a lot more to say. There is, there's been a lot of development uh, over at Gutenberg recently and 4.0 release candidate one. So this is very much getting to the end of things now. We are on our 40th release and yeah, this is coming in the near future. So just to warn you of that, I suppose. Right, the next one is also about Gutenberg. The first few, in fact, are about Gutenberg. This one, again, WP Tavern, is WordPress theme developers begin marketing themes as Gutenberg compatible. We, we have a small window for this to be applicable, and really it's just a marketing stunt as far as I can see, because when Gutenberg goes into 5.0, it will stop being called Gutenberg, and it will just simply be called The Editor. Um, so at the moment, people are trying to market their themes as Gutenberg ready, which is fine. You know, that's a, a decent thing to do. But if you go over to Theme Forest, uh, which has some 30,000 or something products on there, and I think 11,000 themes or something like that, um, the, the the developers of those themes are starting to realise that maybe this is a way to, to get people sucked into it. I don't really have anything to say beyond that other than, you know, it is happening and uh, it's worthy of mention. Right, the next one. Um, this follows on directly from that because this week uh, over at WPLift.com they've got uh, an article entitled 10 Awesome Gutenberg Compatible WordPress Themes and they've got a take on this. They think that they know, which is fine, you know, I wouldn't disagree with them, what makes a Gutenberg compatible theme and, and so they've got the following things. Special style support for Gutenberg blocks, support for full width alignment options, custom styles in the Gutenberg editor possibly and then they go on to list 10 themes which they think are, receive that accreditation if you like, it's atomic blocks and 
gut and type and editor blocks and so on and you can see them on there but needless to say we're getting so close to Gutenberg being released that people are starting to get all creative with it and starting to name things and decide that they need to push Gutenberg compatibility because it's going to happen. Okay, the task list for Gutenberg is getting shorter and shorter. Um, Matthias Ventura, one of the leads on the Gutenberg project, over on uh, make.wordpress.org, has a great big list of all the completed tasks. And to be to be honest, the completed task list is massive, and the the amount of things that need to be completed are basically non-existent anymore. In fact. I think it's true to say that the list of things that they wanted to be ready for it to go live have now been completed and have been for a few release cycles. So that's interesting. I mean, as 5.0 approaches, it would appear that we are, you know, at the point where this is going to happen. Speaking of which, again, back at the WP Tavern, at an article entitled WordPress 4.9.9 release may shift focus to PHP 7.3 compatibility. What would appear to be going on here is that really there's not a lot to do um, in 4.9.9 except maybe make some things that are PHP 7.3 compatible, a few little bug fixes there. Um, and it, it may even be that 4.9.9 just really doesn't quite happen. Um, we, I don't know. I'm sort of guessing that a little bit from what I'm reading, but perhaps we might go for a very, very short cycle on 4.9.9 and 5 will be just around the corner. So, you know, if you're building sites for people, this is important stuff. You need to, you need to have decided which side of the fence you're going to fit on for WordPress and Gutenberg and whether or not you're going to install the classic editor because you've got you've got a very very small amount of time left because 4.9.9 certainly will be the last time anything gets updated before 5 and it might be very short indeed. Okay, continuing the Gutenberg theme. Goodness me, it'd be interesting when it does become the editor and not just Gutenberg anymore. I'll have nothing else to say in these new, in these articles, but this is nice. Um this is something which crept in at 3.9 and it introduces reusable exportable templates for multiple blocks. And if you go and look at this article, you can see that now if you want to reuse multiple blocks at once, you can kind of click and drag and highlight several um, blocks all at the same time and then export them, import them elsewhere all at the same time. I just think that's really nice. It's a really nice feature. And if that kind of thing becomes possible, well, you can imagine um, you could set up a website with just these sort of combined blocks, three or four blocks that make up a, a section of your website and put them onto a web. Uh, you know, you could possibly sell them or just give them away for free. Pre-made bits of websites. It's looking, it's looking rather interesting. So go and check that out if this excites you. Okay, the next one is all about a plugin which until recently was called... WP Offload S3. It's changed its name. It's now WP Offload Media. And the idea of this is that until recently, you've been able to offload your media library with this plugin out to Amazon's S3, which is a, a very cheap and very reliable way of keeping your valuable images and documents and so on in your media library. Well, they've extended support now for DigitalOcean, hence they've dropped the S3 in their name and have changed it. Apparently in the near future, Mike Little a little while ago, the co-founder of WordPress, requested Backblaze B2, and that apparently is coming. So at the moment, this plugin supports S3, 
DigitalOcean, and in the near future it will be supporting Blackback Blaze as well. And if you are into this, you should certainly look at it. It would appear that if you've got a very low traffic website, I think Amazon still wins because of the um, they basically don't charge you anything unless it's used really, except a very small amount. Whereas DigitalOcean, I think, charge you $5 per month for up to 250 gigabytes of storage. Very interesting. I'm going to start exploring this myself, I think, because I just think the time has, the time has come for me to do that. Okay, the next one is is a really interesting article. It's from WPReset.com, and it's kind of a it's a nice little rant by somebody called Gordon. And what they're basically saying is, well, the article is entitled "Maintaining Free WordPress Plugins Is Not Free," and the first line sums it up. He says, despite the widespread belief that can be distilled from rude comments and reviews on the WordPress.org repo, maintaining a free plugin is not free. And he goes into all of the problems that you might have if you have a free plugin on the repo. You know, rude comments, people being um, a little bit demanding. And at the end of the day, I think he's coming to the decision that really, if it's for free, you should just accept it how it is and be nice. Um, and because at the end of the day, it requires an awful lot of work to maintain a plugin. So if you're a plugin developer and that rant is familiar to you, then go and uh, check it out. The last WordPress piece of news is all about something called WooSesh. It's a WooCommerce uh, online conference, and it's happening between the 18th and 19th of October, so in a few weeks, and you can go and subscribe to it and upskill your WooCommerce skill set. So if that sounds like you, if you're a regular WooCommerce user, or if you're dabbling with it and you feel that you'd like to, like to get better at it, maybe this is for you, 18th and 19th of October. Okay, right. The non-WordPress news this week, apparently just in this morning, as I record this, um, Facebook has been, well, hacked, I suppose is the wrong word, but 50 million people's Facebook credentials have been hijacked. And it's got something to do with this thing, this feature called view as, where you can view your profile as if it was, as if you were logged out and looking at it as if you were somebody else and apparently in some way people were able to get session tokens or session information and then they could basically steal your credentials and, and log in as you and then they could use those credentials to log into any other service which you use Facebook to log into so goodness me 50 million and apparently apparently um I've forgotten his name, the guy that runs Facebook. Well, anyway, him, that really, really famous guy, Zuckerberg, that's it. Mark Zuckerberg. Apparently his were in this 50 million, so, you know, maybe they'll tighten things up a bit. But it just demonstrates how reliant we are on these things working, and we trust them with so much of our lives these days. And the last one, very interesting article on Yoast.com entitled Google at 20 Journeys, AI-Driven Results and Visual Search. Well, Google turned 20 this week and we've become utterly dependent on it, haven't we? But they're looking in this article about, about what it will be like in 20 years' time. And they've come up with a few points. In 20 years' time, they think that really search will be dead and it will now be journeys. The idea being that 
Google knows that if, let's say you're looking to buy a bike, it knows that you don't do a search for a bike and then buy a bike. You do multiple searches and you discover about bikes and then eventually you might buy a bike. And well, Google wants to keep track of this journey. And so from the first search you do, it wants to be putting things in front of you which might be helpful. Feels a bit like advertising, but if it's not websites which are adverts, they're actually helpful, you know, and it realizes this person's after a bike. Let's give them bike related content. That could be useful. Obviously, there'll be a drive towards AI search where it kind of figures out what you need before you need it. And there's a couple of extra things as well in there. So if you're into Google and you want to know about the future of search, which frankly, I think we all should be knowing about, go check it out. I hope you've enjoyed this news article. It's been uh, enjoyable putting it together for you. It always is. I hope you find it useful. If you do, go to the website and uh, particularly go to iTunes and give us a give us a thumbs up and give us a five-star review. That would be most helpful. Thank you so much for listening once again. See you on Thursday for the podcast, and I hope you have a good week. Bye-bye. <laughs>